The Ewan Grant Podcast, the Limestone Coast Triple M. G'day, it's Ewan. Welcome to the Ewan Grant Podcast and welcome to everyone joining me on the Listener app. Limestone Coasters, what a weekend it was on and off the field in the world of footy to talk footy and all the weekend sports results. Milo joins me for a chat. G'day, mate. Morning, Ewan. Good morning, fellow Coasters. Now, North's final experience gave them the edge over West in what was a cutthroat final in Western Border Footy. Yeah, it certainly was at Molesey Park and uh, it was a margin of 24 points in the end. It was a bit of a tussle uh, until uh, th- the third quarter, but North started edge away. In the goal, Sammy Stafford and Dale Backman, two each for uh, the Tigers, while for the Kangaroos, who regardless of that loss, have had a very successful season from where they started after last year. Jordan Williams with two goals. And quickly, those best players for North, Hamish Telford, Mitchell Kelton, Justin McConnell. There's that experience. Dylan Munn, likewise. Uh, Bradley Adams and Nick McInerney so uh, the grunt players who obviously directed traffic had a big part of that win while for the uh, Kangaroos Dale Robbins, Taylor Redden, uh, uh, Kyle Giddings, Jesse Fitz and Ethan Giddings named in those better players so that all means this Saturday at McDonald Park it'll be the second semi-final South versus reigning Premiers Millicent head to head two each this year 25 and 57 to the Demons for the Saints 32 and 45 now in terms of Western Board the other big news you and I know you've been uh, putting it over the airways this morning. The Cass and Sanford Club voted. They had about half the club's membership uh, uh, in the uh, cave over there and uh, the vote was overwhelming, 97% uh, there. Uh, if uh, all things and all boxes are ticked, is to head to the Mid-A-Sea. So uh, big change for the community there. Uh, Caston itself and the surrounds that are involved in footy and netty. Now, what does it mean for the Western border, though? And and does this mean that the SANFL have, have had their, their hand forced, I suppose? Oh, in a sense, exactly that. Uh, next step, though, they have 60 days, the SNFL, the bureaucracy, to formulate uh, a investigative committee, another committee, mm. another report. <laughs> All the information's there, but they'll go through it again, and they'll present a recommendation to the Middle and obviously the Western border. Now, in the back of my mind, a number of years ago, and this will be confirmed or whatever, to see put a specific uh, clause in their constitution about if any other club wanted to join them, it had to be a majority vote of the mid clubs. And I, I, anyway, I don't know how that sits with what the SNFL can do and can't do. Mm. Uh, so that'll all come out. But the big one for me, sitting on the periphery, is the key driver uh, from Caston Sanford seems to be the structure of the genius. Okay. Now, Western Border, uh, obviously 16s and 18s, which is out of kilter with everything else that happens in South Australia. Okay. Now, Straight away, the SNFL should have looked at this and said, no, you, you should be the same as everyone else because they were for a while, mm-hmm. which Medici are under 15s and under 17s. So maybe the push will be firstly, regardless of what comes out of this, the SNFL says to the Western Border, well, you go back to 15s and 17s and that fixes all this and Cass and Sanford can stay. Only Uncle Milo surmising that. But the key push, hello, it's all about the juniors. Well... If we fix the juniors, you're staying. Mm-hmm. So Watch anyway, it's, it, it sounds like politics, doesn't it, you? <laughs> Mate, it does. It does. Cross-border politics. But anyway, uh, let's not forget that we've got to provide an opportunity for the kids and, uh, to play netty and footy as well as the seniors. Uh, but in terms of logistics, Robe, the, lo- the locality population, the last census available, 1,090, Port Mac 847, you're going to introduce Caston and 1,673. Mm. So it's going to have an impact on those mid clubs. 
wait and see. Now, talking of uh, Mid-South East, Glencoe had their fifth win in a row after a slow start to the season in Mid-South East footy. Well, they're on a roll and no doubt they're looking forward to next season. They want to finish with another win, but uh, Glencoe defeated Congrom by 26 points and Alex Henshey, the big fella with four goals and Paddy Mitchell's had a very good season with three and Congrom, Jack Ryan uh, grabbed the ball probably high up in the air and snagged five goals and uh, Zach Cox, best player again, back from a total knee re- Rico Pass medalist in those eight games. He's been in the best players, and boy, he might pick up enough votes to win another medal. So that'll be an interesting sideline at the medal count. Hatherley defeated Port Mac uh, by 35 points, so that set Hatherley up for that double chance. Pat chafed the Eagles three goal, and likewise Jake Turner and Tim Sullivan for the uh, Demons. And Mount Burr defeated Road by 11 points and a bit of a titanic tussle there, the old arch rivals. Hamish Smith, who's had a great season, another six and 59 for the uh, Total and uh, Jack Sneath, the backman turned forward uh, for uh, Robe, kick four out of their nine. And lucky last, Clangadoo, absolutely no mercy. They built a Tantanula by 155 points. The Tigers only kicked one goal. And well done to Jacob Wright, who kicked that solo goal. Something to tell the grandkids about. And for Clangadoo, Mickey Krieger and Benny Mills, seven apiece. Uh, uh, Krieger leads the pack with 80 in 14 games, which is nearly an average of six a game, which is absolutely true. And the other news in mid sea finals venues, first semi-final, which will be Port Mac and Mount Burr, and that'll happen at Robe, and the second semi it will be at Mount Burr, Clangadoo and Hatherley, and guess what, Clangadoo, it's all set up, they have the preliminary and grand final on their nice. home deck, so if they don't win it this year, there'll be a, another inquiry and investigation. <laughs> <laughs> now, in K&T, mate, uh, everything went as expected? Yes, yeah, certainly did, and uh, one to go. Uh, it was uh, Mundala defeating Kingston by 42 points, and that highlights the gap from the top three sides to the other two in the five for me. Uh, James Hinge and Harry Kuchel, Cookle, whichever way you want to go, with four goals uh, for the Moots, while for the uh, Sainers it was uh, James Sevier and Toddy Lockwood with two apiece. Listen, they were defeated Padaway by 125 points, and, of course, the Blue Roos are favourite for the flag up there. Henry Trugrath with five and uh, Riley Milne with four. And Narricourt defeated Bordertown by 75. The league leader, show me the money, Rory Taggart with seven, uh, 63 for the season. He's leading the goal kicking up there. And Sam Wilson, uh, who's the foil, with uh, four goals there. And Keith defeated Border Districts by 54. Billy Wade with six and uh, Lewis Hender with five there, while for uh, Border Districts who are looking to jump into bed with another club for next year. So things are happening. Uh, Mitchell Coles with four. And lucky last, the Kybe Tigers defeated Panola Eagles and definitely another wooden spoon for Panola. 36 points was the margin and Tiger Steve Craig uh, kicked two goals. Pioneers had mixed results to uh, finalise the minor round. Certainly did. It all started Friday night at the Ice House and the men uh, defeated uh, Ballarat Miners arch rivals 102-70 to 70 and uh, New Perth Wildcat. And we congratulate him, uh, Michael Harris, 26 points, Nick Marshall, 28 uh, rebounds, nine assists. Jordan Rawls, 15 and seven, and Cleveland Brown, 18 and eight. And then Sunday, uh, it was uh, over to uh, Victoria, and uh, they went down to the uh, Waverley Falcons, 93 to 86, but snuck in. Uh, and kept second spot by 6%, so every basket counts. And in that game, it was the uh, that Real Pioneers, Tom Kubak, 20, uh, Mike Harris at another good game, 19, and Nick Marshall, 15. So Friday night at the Ice House, 
7.30 SA time versus Kilsyth Cobras. Last time we defeated them uh, 97 to 79. And uh, out of interest, well done uh, to two of our boys. Conference totals, most points in a game. Second, Michael Harris, 24.62. And fourth, Nick Marshall, 21.67, which is no surprise. Won't forget the 141 girls. Uh, they uh, tackled the Ballarat Miners. They went down 54.69 on Friday night. Cass Brown, 17 and 7. Cherie Kalia, uh, 14 and 6. And uh, not ma- making it not a good weekend for the girls. Probably cost them a home final. They were defeated by Waverley Falcons, 70 to 64. The end of season, 15 wins and 7 losses. And uh, for the uh, scorers, it was Cass uh, Brown with 18. Cherie Kalia with 13. And Shakira Riley with 13. So that means the girls finished third. So they're off uh, to Ringwood. The Rings is the, uh, the location to play the Ringwood Hawks. Uh, on Saturday at 5.30 p.m. SA time. It'll all be live-streamed, of course. And last time, the girls lost 55-62 to the Hawks. So bring it on. Now, mate, uh, talking uh, nitty, reigning Premier's East, heading to the preliminary final in the Western Border, Nettie. Yeah, they got their uh, best side together at the right time. They counted for North Gambia 48 to 36. So uh, that means uh, next Saturday at McDonald Park, the second semi final, uh, it'll be for a direct ticket to the grand final. Millicent versus West, head to head 2 1. Uh, the Sainters 51 48 and 66 56. And West won their game 58 56. Now, meanwhile, in the other uh, netball associations, uh, all but two results went uh, per uh, ladder position. In Middersea, it was Robe third, losing to Mount Burr fifth, 49-40. Uh, Tandanula fourth and top side uh, Clandu. They had a draw, 49-0. Well, uh, if they could have got that one goal, Tandanula would have secured f- fourth spot, but uh, they'll have to play the season out and win to do that. Hatherley defeated Port Mac 50-31, to and Glencoe defeated Congrong 74-32, to and uh, that means we'll have an early minor grand final. Mount Burr will host Tantanula, uh, and uh, that'll be a, for fourth spot and finals action. Last time, 59-47, so a nice little sideline to the end of the season in Middersea Netty. K&T, good morning. Uh, up that way uh, uh, one game to go Kybe third 63 defeated Panola fifth who are reigning Premier 61 and third Border Districts uh, 49 defeated Keith uh, fourth 42 and the other games Narracourt 46 defeated Border Town 43 and Lucendale 72 good for Pad the way uh, 31 and lucky last the uh, Mount Gambier Netball Association round 16 to 20 they got a bit of netty to play uh, Intruders defeated Hobbits 67 47 and Saints uh, defeated Zodiacs 59-29 and still on netball uh, congratulations uh, to uh, our uh, ex-resident she still gets home a fair bit netballer Nia Allen and she's uh, won the Victorian Netball League uh, season Division 1 MVP how cool is so that well done to her playing for the North East Blaze and also no surprise she's a shooter in the team of the year now we do uh, know that Nia recently gained a contract with Collingwood Magpies for the uh, upcoming season so uh, big things ahead for her and a lot of work and a lot of support uh, went into that achievement. Mm, absolutely. Now, International made a statement in local soccer. What can you tell me? Certainly did, talking steel on Bendigo Bank Limestone Coast Football Association and it was the top two clashing and always a bit of fun and rivalry. But Inter defeated Centrals and the men 4-1. Maddie Buetti, the laser boot on target, 3-53 for the season. Caleb Casey with the single there. And Lewis March, the only scorer there for uh, the uh, Lions. And in the girls' game, it was uh, Inter 
winning that with that one too. Zip uh, Apollo and Blue Lake clashed, and uh, the Blue and Whites were far too good. Six Zip Charnay. Uh, 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 Than uh, they've got a lot of names here, Ewan. They're always a bit interesting. He snagged two goals, and Ruben Van Eyck he matched him with two as well in that six zip per win. And in the women, it was Blue Lake turning the tables there. They're the reigning premiers winning that one zip. And uh, lucky last venue, it was uh, Millicent versus Narracourt. Narracourt got up five zip, and it was Karen Shook Smith with two goals leading the way there. While in the women's, it was uh, the Millicent team winning 4-1 there. No doubt they celebrated the girls there. That's it for today's podcast. I'll be back on Tuesday for everything Limestone Coast. You can catch up with me live on the radio, 6am weekday mornings on the Limestone Coast 963 Triple M.